Hiya, Come In Close fam. My name is Celeste and I'm the host of the Come In Close podcast. We are so pumped for episode 12 of Come In Close. We cannot believe that we've already made it to episode 12. This is our second to last podcast for season one, so stay close to Come In Close on social media for updates. In this episode, we're going to be talking about glory. We encourage you to get your Bible and notepad and let's dig in. We're going to start off with 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18 in the Passion Translation. And it says, We can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. We are being transfigured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord, who is the Spirit. Before we dig in, I just want to take a moment and pray. So if you can, bow your head, close your eyes. If not, totally understand. But let's open up in prayer real quick. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to right now and I thank you for this day. I thank you for episode 12 of the Coming Close podcast. And Lord, I just ask right now that you would bring clarity to our hearts and our heads as we dive in deep to this topic about glory. I thank you, Jesus, for the words that are going to come out of my mouth. I ask that hearts would be open and receptive. And we thank you for all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone said, Amen. Okay, so... As I was saying, before we dig in, a word that I want to highlight from that scripture is transfiguration. In 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, in the Amplified Version of the Bible, it says, we are progressively being transformed into his image. Simply put, the word transfiguration means that we are beginning to take on Christ's likeness, both inward and outward, in our actions, character, and countenance. So let's break this scripture down. The first part of the scripture says, we can all draw close to him with the veil removed from our faces. And with no veil, we all become like mirrors who brightly reflect the glory of the Lord Jesus. I could be wrong, but I believe the first person that experienced this was jumping back to the Old Testament with Moses. Moses was leading the Israelites out of slavery to the promised land. While doing this, he would go up to Mount Sinai to meet with God. If you can, we encourage you to turn in your Bibles to Exodus 33. And so Exodus 33 is where it talks about Moses. He's going up on this mountain and we're going to dig in and start at verse 18. So Exodus 33 verse 18. Then Moses said, now show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I will proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But, he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Verse 21, then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. When my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft in the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. Moses knew or experienced the glory of the Lord before this moment, or he wouldn't have thought to ask for it. He came in close proximity to the Lord, obeying and fearing him with great honor and respect. Moses wanted this for all of the Israelites. Jumping down a bit to Exodus 34, verse 29, it says, When Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablets of the covenant law in his hands, he was not aware that his face was radiant because he had spoken with the Lord. Verse 30, When Aaron and all the Israelites saw Moses, 
His face was radiant and they were afraid to come near him. But Moses called to them. So Aaron and all the leaders of the community came back to him and he spoke to them. Afterward, all the Israelites came near him and he gave them all the commands the Lord had given him on Mount Sinai. When Moses finished speaking to them, he put a veil over his face. But whenever he entered the Lord's presence to speak with him, he removed the veil until he came out. And when he came out and told the Israelites what he had been commanded, they saw that his face was radiant. Then Moses would put the veil back over his face until he went in to speak with the Lord. When we come into God's presence with the veil removed, this can be the veil of legalism or pride or distraction, whatever. We will not only experience God's glory, but his glory will be evident in and on us. So when we come in to God's presence with the veil removed, we will not only experience God's glory, but his glory will be evident in and on us. We can't escape a moment with Jesus and not be changed by his presence. As we draw near to Christ, we begin to reflect his glory in our actions, character, and countenance. We will begin to take on the characteristics of Jesus and others will see a difference in us just like Moses. So this past Saturday night, I was at church. We were having revival nights. It's a once a month corporate gathering that takes place on a Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday morning. When we were in worship Saturday night, as I was in God's presence, quite literally felt like I was in heaven, sitting with Jesus, getting fresh revelation from the Lord. The Lord told me, revelation is a byproduct of being in God's glory, of being in his glory. Now you may think, what is revelation? Revelation is simply understanding or having a conversation where God is showing you something, whether about where you were at in a church service or at work, or he could be showing you something about yourself. So I'm sitting there and he's giving me nugget after nugget. He was giving me understanding about his love in a new way. He was speaking to me about the season of life I was personally in and what he was going to do with my life. He was speaking to me about us receiving well from him, all these things, but I made space for his glory and in turn, received fresh revelation. Just like Moses, I met him on the mountaintop and he showed me his glory. I didn't even think of it until I was prepping for episode 12 of the podcast, but Moses, very similarly to what I am saying, was given fresh revelation that turned into instruction and that is where the Ten Commandments was birthed from. So he entered the Lord's presence, he entered God's glory, and in turn, the Lord gave him fresh revelation. You see, we cannot take God's glory for granted. He has so much to show us in these moments. Please don't get it twisted because God's presence is not constrained to one place. We now can meet God on the mountaintop of our bedroom, at work, in the car, on a walk, in an alley, at the church. The mountaintop is just a picture of where Moses went to spend time with God. You and I can have mountaintop moments too. It's simply a space where we can spend time with God and bask in his glory. The second part of 2 Corinthians 3.18 says, we are being transformed figured into his very image as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. And this glorious transfiguration comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So we talked about transfiguration. We begin to take on Christ-likeness both inward and outward in our actions, character, and countenance. But the scripture goes on to say as we move from one brighter level of glory to another. Now there are no levels in the kingdom where someone who has experienced more glory than another is not more special. It could just mean they have been walking with Jesus a little longer. But the amount of glory you have experienced 
does not make you less than or better than. What this simply means, as you spend time with God, you are experiencing more and more of who he is. 2 Corinthians 3.18 in the Amplified Version for this portion of scripture says, from one degree of glory to even more glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. If you are in relationship with someone for a period of time, you will experience new things about them constantly. The difference between God and people though, is he does not change. But what I want us to understand is if you have a healthy marriage or know of someone who does, in that marriage, the two are becoming more and more like each other, taking on each other's characteristics, liking similar things, wanting to do what the other is doing, spending time together. They know how to communicate with one another and they experience continual goodness in that relationship. Each time they spend together gets better and they experience more and more of each other's presence. This can be a similar picture with us in God's glory. As we continually meet him on the mountain, again, not a literal mountain, we experience this and so much much more with him. His glory wants to consume us. We want God's glory to be evident in and on our lives. We want to reflect him. We want to make him known. The easiest way to do this is to spend time with him. If you are newer in your relationship with Jesus or what I am talking about sounds foreign, I encourage you to start by reading God's word consistently. I heard something this past weekend that was so good. It went something along the lines of this. The written word precedes the spoken word. Meaning, as you read the Bible, you will begin to hear his audible voice or recognize it because he's always speaking to us. So we want to encourage you in a couple quick steps. If you're like, I want to hear God's voice. I want to, you know, I understand being in his presence or I go to church and I feel his presence, but I want to go deeper. I want to hear his voice. I want to get this fresh revelation as I am in God's glory. We want to encourage you in this. One, don't put pressure on yourself. Just enjoy Jesus. Literally, when you're at church or in your car or getting ready for work or studying for school, be aware that Jesus is there with you in that moment, whatever you're doing, when you're doing it. But a couple quick practical steps is one, pray and ask God to speak to you. If you want to hear his voice, pray and ask God to speak to you. He already is, but just ask him for more. You want to talk to him? You want to hear him? You want to have conversation? Ask him to speak to you, but then you also have to be prepared to listen. <laughs> so the second thing we want to encourage you is start reading your Bible. It can be scriptures based on your needs, aka scriptures on strength, scriptures on love, scriptures on endurance, perseverance, whatever it is you're maybe going through, reading scriptures based on your needs, or start in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. This is a great place to start because you get to understand and see the kindness and goodness of Jesus on display. And so start reading your Bible. And then three, journal what you learned from your reading and then ask God what he wants to show you through this passage and begin to write down what he is speaking to you. Very soon, you'll be driving down the highway and God will give you an idea, speak to you about something for you or others. And that, my friends, is God's glory on display in your life. We don't have to overcomplicate it and we definitely can't explain it, but we can receive it. So we encourage you to start making space for God's glory in your life. And when you do, begin to receive what he wants to show you. We want to say thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. We are so thankful for the Coming Close community. We hope this episode encourages your heart and your head. We know that God has so much in store for us 
on this side of heaven. We are believing Matthew 6, 10. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let's keep coming in close, fam. We love you and we will chat soon. If you haven't already, subscribe to Coming Close on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to get notifications about the launch of our next episode.